This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people. Hello, and welcome to The Franchise Life. I am your host, Stacey Shannon. Today, we will dive into a brand that is bringing peace and love to every corner of your home in the way of the home services it provides. And that brand is called Groovy Hughes Painting. And joining me today are Josh Hoffman, the Director of Development for Groovy Hughes, and John Pleiss, Brand President of Groovy Hughes. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you? Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. So Groovy Hughes, Josh, is there a backstory to the origination of this name? Because it definitely is a bit different for a painting company. <laughs> yeah, usually it's something a little more formal, right? Or like construction sounding. So we actually, uh, this was a lot of fun for our marketing and development team. Uh, because this is actually the first brand that we started purely from the ground up, no parent location, uh, which to marketers, you, you see their eyes light up when uh, the world becomes their oyster. Uh, but as we, you know, we dove in, you talk about really what grabs the customer's attention is something, again, that's got great, great branding visually, um, and then certainly the name. So as we dove in, it, it very much went decades, hey, what do you think in colors? And all of a sudden, certainly today, 2022, I, I don't know this to be true, but it seems like 70s fashion is back. So it's one that somebody saw someone wearing bell bottoms. They went 70s. I can't believe those are back. And all of a sudden you, you keep going, you keep going. And hence Groovy Hughes was born. Uh, and now it's the name you see and say, How, what the heck is that? I got, I got to know what that is. And uh, it just ended up being great branding for us. Well, I can't wait for the listeners to to Google it, to see the branding, the logo, and under Groovy Hughes as the main brand name, it says Peace, Love, Paint, and Power Wash. So that gives you a little bit of insight into what we're going to be diving into as far as some of the revenue streams, because it definitely does go beyond painting. So, John, let me turn to you because, and I'm going to put you on the spot right from the get-go. So, there are a lot of painting franchise concepts in the industry today. What differentiates Groovy Hughes from other brands that are out there? Thanks for the question. I think the biggest thing that differentiates, uh, besides the branding, of course, is communication. Um, if you ever had your house painted, y'all, you always realize that people don't call. They show up whenever they want to. They leave whenever they want to. It becomes a big distraction for the homeowner. Um, so the premise here was to try and improve the communication with some of our technology. And that is notifying the customer ahead of time that we're coming. We actually send them a text notification that we're coming. And they'll see it on their phone, like a notification communication on the front end along with daily updates, which tell, which tells the progress of where that painter is in the whole scheme of things. So he's got one more day left, two more days left, he's 75% done. So that customer will get that visual every day via text so they know exactly where they're at. So we think that's a, a big enhancement over other uh, painters in the industry for sure. 
That's powerful. I, you know, I didn't know what to expect uh, as far as what you felt differentiated this brand from other painting brands. And communication is, is so vital to the consumer in any relationship. And I know I've, we went through a kitchen renovation a year ago and from day to day, I didn't know if the contractors were going to show up or not. And so for me, having lived through some home renovations, that that definitely is powerful. So Josh, uh, why don't we dive into, I mean, I already said that Groovy Hughes goes beyond painting. What are the various revenue streams uh, that the Groovy Hughes brand encompasses? Yeah, so I I put them in two different categories of things we do. Uh, Really, you talk about differentiation, it's it's all about communication to the consumer. But then it's also how do I increase things like average job size and and margin? So one of those is multiple services. So we have things that we look at as service lines and obviously ticket increasers. So our main, uh, what I'll call revenue streams would be Interior and exterior residential. So really any freestanding piece of wood, substrate, can get painter stained. Uh, we do all of that. We have the power washing and soft washing line, which, uh, again, most think of power washing as just a colloquial term, but that's literally just pressurized water hitting your home. It doesn't necessarily clean it, where for something like wood, cedar, roofs, anything else, you actually want a soft wash, which is, again, a, a heavier chemical end but then cleaning that actually with soap and water. And I think like kind of the relation I use is like, imagine cleaning your dishes and you just turned on, you know, the water really hot and really hard. And you went, I didn't use soap. That's essentially what you're doing in your home. So the soft wash is an easier way to do that. Again, clean that up. So I have that line. Uh, and then I have what we look at as commercial. Uh, so we get any freestanding building in the free world uh, needs paint or cleaning in some capacity. Now, on top of that, we also add uh, have gutters in there, and then we have what we call the custom curb appeal program. So there's we have a design software where most people want to differentiate in their neighborhood, right? If I live in a subdivision, there's probably 10 other houses that not only look exactly like mine, they are designed to the T like my home. Well, how do I differentiate? How do I bring that? Well, there's things that you can like redesign gables or wrap your columns in cedar or replace your front door or shutters little things that can increase your average ticket, but also for that consumer can give them that real design feel rather than, and and make a big difference, right? That's the first thing people see is, hey, your front door and shutters are the first two things your eyes go to. I can make a big splash there. So we look at those as ways to increase the ticket, uh, but those are all we put into, again, one franchise concept because they are similar labor pools. They are similar customer acquisition strategies and then become recurring customers. These are services you can use over and over and over again on your home. So that's interesting. So I'm just going to pick out the door, right? You mentioned uh, the front door is one of the top two, uh, I guess, curb appeal items. But does Groovy Hughes, I mean, you, you mentioned this technology you use to be able to demonstrate to the homeowner the changes that can be made in the curb appeal, but what does Groovy Hughes play a part in that in that door? Or are you just talking about the painting of the door, perhaps? Yeah, mostly. Right. Yeah, well, mostly mostly the painting, right? So okay. that design software is one of the biggest pain points in the paint business, right? You love Groovy Hughes. Hey, I'm ready to go with you, but I, I'm picking this color for the foreseeable future. 
and a painter's then got to maybe throw some splotches on, hope it's right, see it in different lights. Where with the design software, I can say, hey, let's turn this uh, door into the Sherwin Williams color of the year or interior. Hey, I want to see, I'm seeing your background. You got a lot of color in your background there, Stacey. So it's, hey, I want to see what this looks like purple or green or purple and red. Now I can take a, a literal photo of the home, switch those things out, speeds up that decision making process. But Groovy Hughes is certainly there. Uh, as well as we have partnerships with uh, design consultants. So, John, I'll, I'll turn to you for a little bit more on that. Yeah, Josh touched on it. We have a, a 3D modeling that we can actually take a view of your home and we can spin that in a three-dimensional view. Uh, at the same time, we can add uh, Sherwin-Williams paint colors or if there's another designated color that you want that's not included, uh, we can use that as well. But we can show the whole home and the trim and the front door shutters, uh, the entire structure. We can show from uh, the front, the back, the side, and show you what that house will look like when it's finished painting. Instead of just as Josh alluded to, throwing some paint on the side of the wall and hope that you like it. Uh, just some other things to add is, is different. I guess along with the differentiators, we have the consultants, the color consultants. Because one of the big pain points when you're trying to sell a, a home paint job is what color do I paint my house? What color do I paint my house? And we have an online paint consultant uh, that can work with the homeowner and help them choose that color. And probably 80% of the people that are painting their house, that's the biggest decision they have to make. It's not whether they paint it, it's what color they paint it. Yeah, Absolutely. So you've mentioned Sherwin Williams a couple time, a couple of different times. Do you have a national relationship with Sherwin Williams, and if so, what does that look like? Absolutely, we do. Uh, they're our number one supplier at this point in time, and we don't see that changing for the foreseeable future. They're a great support system for the franchisees. They have over five thousand uh, brick and mortar locations around the country. And they have committed to us their participation in helping the franchisees get launched um, with their new business. Because let's, let's call it what it is. Most of these people that are investing in a franchise aren't painters and they don't have that background. Well, there are local folks at every one of the Sherwin-Williams brick-and-mortar locations that will help them. They have specific representatives that will go out and work with that franchisee and help them understand a little bit more about the paint process that they may not know, either from a high level, a mid level. They'll also recommend uh, subcontractors, uh, also help with color consultations. They have a, quite a variety of different uh, services they can offer to enhance what the Groovy Hughes does itself. So I know that for painting, many times, and you touched on this just briefly that Sherwin-Williams can also be a source or for labor pool um, as far as, because many times they have subcontractors that they have pre-approved and so forth. Given the various uh, revenue streams that Groovy Hughes has, what does the employee landscape look like for a franchisee? If you looked at an org chart, <clears throat> We're looking at as a general manager, uh, first of all, I guess one step back is a semi-absentee ownership with a general manager for the day-to-day -day operation. And then we're looking at uh, bringing in a few W-2s as well, uh, a lead painter that we want to have on staff that can help 
organize and paint when needed. Also, we're going to bring in a salesperson and a power wash, soft wash technician. As, so there's a makeup of four folks that'll start that operation. And those that are W-2 employees, or are they a mix of yeah. W-2 and subcontractors? No, they'll be W-2, the, the GM, the salesperson, the lead painter, and the power wash. Those four will be W-2, and then we'll use the subcontract model from there. And you talked about the partnership to kind of double down on that. Is Sherwin, it, it's advantageous for everybody to help find those people, right? And it's one of the reasons we were attracted to paint and power washes. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to learn how to paint, right? There's some industries that have some really high technical components to it. And there's a right way to paint, right? A power wash, but it, again, it's not incredibly hard to learn. So that partnership with Sherwin is knowing at the local level, who wants to work with us, right? Who are the guys in the field who are paying their paint bill on time, who don't have customer complaints, who are looking for something? Because for a painter, typically that skill is there around painting. They want to give customer service, but they don't have the financials or I'm going to call it business acumen typically to scale the business properly. So for a group of Hughes owners to come in with that skill, technology, background support, now all of a sudden you see, again, the labor pool really flocking to us because of what we provide. So uh, it's one in tandem uh, that we certainly help recruit. And obviously, Groovy Hughes, uh, one of our support verticals, we do have an in-house recruiting firm. We'll help you find these people, uh, but also work in tandem with Sherwin. Well, and that's a huge differentiator in my mind as well. When I'm considering concepts to present to my clients and they have a concern about uh, recruitment and retention of employees, uh, Groovy Hughes is part of an umbrella brand called Horsepower Brands. And I see you have your logo there, Josh. You're, You're wearing it proudly, but... Uh, Horsepower Brands does have uh, an internal staffing agency, in essence, which is called Recruit Z. So, Josh, do you mind just elaborating a little bit more on that? Because it is a very powerful resource for your franchisees. Yeah. For, uh, you know, talk a little bit about Horsepower, which maybe some of the listeners are familiar with. Uh, again, we start all of our franchises from the ground up. So Horsepower is very much involved in the day-to-day. It's not just an umbrella company that you go, hey, it's a big name, but what are they actually doing for my brand? So uh, one of those that you look at in franchising, that certainly, especially in a semi-absentee form, is you need a lot of support from your vendors, right? And if they're not in-house, typically they're not customized for you, and then they're not synergized with any of your other services. So Recruit Z was obviously one in, in this landscape that we said we want to be able to support helping our franchisees recruit. So that's everything from labor that's up to full-time staff members at a very inexpensive cost. It's actually a flat fee where most headhunters are going to charge a 30% of first-year salary worth a flat fee of $1,000, uh, which is unheard of. But it's a way for that we look and say, hey, if you can grow, we can grow. So we want to invest in that. And so we have a couple other support verticals. One is an in-house digital marketing firm, Franchise Rocket. We have an in-house call center, inbound to outbound, uh, call text email. So that is Powerhouse Call Solution. We have an in-house bookkeeping service. That would be ZBook. We, of course, talked a little bit there uh, about Recruit Z, a huge piece there. will help you recruit the labor. And then we also have an in-house technology company that actually links all of those up so that as a franchisee, especially as a semi-absentee, I'm not tracking my business in an Excel and meeting with the coach once a month. I have a dashboard where all of those numbers are pumped into one spot. 
So not only as a franchisee, I can make very quick decisions on lagging indicators, but also from a coaching perspective, we can see what's going on in the business. We can see trends. We can see correlations to better improve those services. And again, I think the beautiful part of all that is typically those, if you have those verticals, which every concept does, whether they're in-house or out-house, is they don't speak to each other. Where, hey, the president of Powerhouse Call Solutions sits, hey, two cubicles or two office spaces over from ZBooks. So they say, hey, we need to make this communication. We can do it. Uh, but that's the, really the power of horsepower is injecting that next level of sophistication. And then obviously, Groovy use supporting the day-to-day, the infrastructure that we need internally, I think makes all the difference. And I mean, I love that. It's That really is the beauty of investing in a franchise model. It's a proven business model. And where Groovy Hughes and Horsepower Brands comes into play, you have, it's a one-stop shop in essence. So kudos to you guys for establishing uh, such an amazing environment. Uh, let's talk territory size. And so what, what can an investor expect from a tem- territory and demographic standpoint? John, I didn't take this one. You told you said at the beginning, it's yeah. hard to get worn if I'm here. But. No, but this is your, your wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> we, in the last couple of weeks, we have under another vertical that I forgot about, horsepower brands fleet. So we'll also help you. We're a licensed dealership, so we'll help you find any vehicle you need or procure it for you. So it, we're just getting it as easy as possible as things grow. So uh, to answer that question around territory, so single territory is 200,000 in population. We offer up to five as long as they're contiguous. Uh, the beautiful thing is we're a multi-territory concept, not a multi-unit, meaning, hey, if I have three territories, because we're going to the customer, I don't need three of everything. My initial investment can support that. Now, from the other one, as a demographic uh, perspective, is we're going to build it out to understand the tenure of your business. I think this is a big mistake that happens often, or I shouldn't say mistake, but misnomer that candidates can walk in and say, hey, I'm thinking of a paint concept. What am I thinking of? Well, I'm thinking bread and butter suburbia, right? $200,000 to $500,000 homes with some disposable income. Well, that's great, but I also want some other places. So we're going to build it out. We're going to look for some urban, right? Because that's where your commercial development is going to happen. And that's where new money moving around is going to happen. And I'm originally from the suburbs of Chicago. You know, in the city, people move neighborhoods all the time. Reinvestment comes in there. A paying project is both luxury and need-based. So I want some of that. I want some commercial opportunity. I certainly do also want suburbia, right? Everywhere from what I consider middle America up to your very high-end homes, right? Because in the tenure of my business, as I build trust, I'm going to be able to better penetrate those markets um, as well as I have folks who, if my home is my largest asset, I want a groovy use who's going to take care of me how I would take care of a customer in my business or my day-to-day job. And then the last is what I'm going to call new development and even rural. So new development is protected within a territory. So we go by zip code. So any new home that's built, guess what? That's protected under you. The other end you look at rural is typically they're underserved, right? And they're still buying like your suburbia is. They're still Googling you. They're still looking at your home advisor, your thumbtack, your home shows. But your competition goes, yeah, I don't know if I want to go out to the cornfields. We're out of Omaha. So if corn comes up very quick and you're going, hey, I don't, they don't look at that, right? And those people are underserved. So by being able to target a little bit of all of that, it really makes sure that not only do I have my multiple revenue streams within the different service lines, but I also have different revenue streams when you talk about different demographics. So 
We're going to build those out together. I think the national average uh, most come in with about 3.1 territories across horsepower. Uh, so most of our owners end up being a multi-territory because it just makes sense to build their empire that way. And Josh, what would you say, I already touched on, this is a competitive space, uh, painting, numerous concepts out there. What would you say to someone that feels there is a lot of competition in this space? Good. <laughs> if, if there's not competition in the space, what it tells me is either one, there's not a need for it, or two, there's not an awareness of it, right? Which isn't necessarily a pain, right? I think it's just a different thing a business has to overcome. So painting is something that a large, if not vast majority of homeowners know exists, right? So it's very fragmented. The other end that it tells me is, can I be more sophisticated both in presentation directly to the customer and customer acquisition? So this typically isn't a one-click buy, right? When you talk about designing the place that you and friends and family are going to live and grow up, raise kids, you know, partnership, whatever it is, it's a very intimate thing, right? So this isn't something I go online and find somebody so they, and go, okay, cool, I clicked on them, they gave me a bit, I'm ready to go, right? So being sophisticated in the digital space means if I can be found on Google, Home Advisor, if I can be one of those top, great. When we nicely call them chuck in a trucks or even somebody more sophisticated out in the franchise space goes out, we know we can outperform them. So when they get a quote from X, they're going, hey, I want to go find what's next. Hey, Ruby Hughes, let's take a look and get a quote from them. Oh my gosh, they're so much better than the competition. Hey, this is absolutely worth the value in. So it's one that we talk about competitive or competitiveness in this space, it's a research-based buy, right? So I don't have to be the first to go, right? Where it's like my hot water heater goes out, I'm just, I'm going with the first person who answers the phone, right? Where in this space, again, I, I can find that. And then number two is, I actually think it's really important when making a decision, Stacey, as you know, is industry data is to say, okay, there are some standards in the industry. That means it's out there, right? Like people are painting. So, hey, let's see what those are. It can give me a good idea of how stable and recession resistant this type of, or this concept is. If I can see that, it allows me to make a better decision. And then certainly when I'm looking at a franchise, I can say, hey, I, I can see all the things that Groovy and Horsepower is adding. So I think both of those things really make really a positive difference rather than uh, there's a lot of, there's a ton of painters out there, right? That's a good thing. No, absolutely perfect response. And, you know, I'm sitting here looking at the different revenue streams. So I live in Southeast Florida. I moved into our home, which needed a complete redo two years ago. Um, Power washing, we get that done every six months. Painting had the entire interior of our house painted. Not only that, but I've repainted the same bathroom three times, which let me tell you, does not make my husband happy, but our painter, it makes happy. So, uh, and then gutters. I mean, those are especially, and I'm from corn country also. I'm from Iowa. So gutters, you know, that is something you absolutely need to clean on a continuous basis. You guys also, one thing we haven't touched on is you have in-house financing as well. What does that look like, John? Uh, what we offer is on-the-spot financing. So when we're in front of the customer it, and we start the sales process, there's always things that are being added on or where we're doing the upsell, adding the gutters, adding up uh, curb appeal or quote-unquote front door facelift where we're really trying to enhance that look of the home. 
Um, and it may scale up a little bit higher than what that customer is uh, willing to just write a check for. So we offer on-spot financing where we have uh, available to that customer four, over 400 lenders on the spot. So they we work up the quote they and make the decision whether they want to go with it, which they will, of course. But once they do, we can enter that in, their personal information into the uh, iPad that the salesman has, and it'll pick out uh, a whole list of, uh, of uh, lenders up to 400. They'll give you the terms, the length of terms, your uh, percentage rate, all there on the spot. So we can do a soft credit pull. They can get approved right there and move forward. So it gives them an added bit of comfort knowing that they yeah, may not be able to pay for this all at once, but I can spread this out and I can use this service. So we think between the communication, that on-spot financing, and our diversified product offering uh, helps us tremendously. Absolutely. And that's something that the mom and pops out there, I mean, a lot of what we've discussed is something, you know, although we want every business owner to succeed, uh, you know, what you guys bring to the table is is really significant in the way of being able to support your consumer. Um, so we all collectively, me as a franchise consultant, when I, you know, present concepts, I only present concepts that I feel my client can absolutely succeed at. You guys at Horsepower Brands and Groovy Hughes, you've implemented the systems and processes uh, to help your franchise succeed. But in the event that there is an individual that invests and something does not work out as planned, you guys also offer a buyback guarantee. Josh, is that something that you can describe and share at a high level? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's our way of putting skin in the game. So when you talk about your vehicles, it's a big part of the investment. You'll have three vehicles uh, minimum to start, uh, power washing rig, all that good stuff. So in your first year, if for any reason uh, you decide to close shop, we will buy those back at fair market value. So for us, that's, you know, most branches or say, hey, it's, up, it's on you. Here's a great model. Run with it. We're saying here's how confident we are in what we're doing. We will we'll absolutely buy those back uh, for any reason. So just our way of saying, hey, this is, you know, we believe in this as much as you do. Yeah, and and that's something I that's really unprecedented in the franchise industry. So, from an investment level standpoint, uh, we're talking between three and four hundred thousand for an initial investment. And I will say outright that if you're comparing Groovy Hughes to another painting franchise, right off the bat, you're going to say this is a higher investment level. And why is that? But there are a couple very important reasons why, which really at the end of the day do benefit the franchisee as they look at this as a business investment. So Josh, can you describe what those differentiators are in the in the total investment level up front? Yeah, really. And this is, again, when I go back to when we looked at painting, why, why do we get into it in a competitive space? And it's because most concepts are built to be a mom and pop, right? Just like it is to be a painter, right? I can go to Walmart and spend $10, get a brush, a bucket and say, I'm a painter now. And you're going to go and well, are you really? The same is true in a franchise space, right? I can use subcontractors. I can use a personal vehicle to do estimates and 
I, with a little bit of help, again, there's great concepts out there, but it's not designed to be an empire. It's designed to be, again, a little bit more sophisticated mom and pop with somebody who doesn't have that industry experience. So for Groovy, it's the investment number one in technology to make sure that there isn't work attrition, right? If I have great product, it means my work hours then are more likely to turn into work product rather than, hey, I don't have sophisticated processes or technology. So you talk about, hey, that estimating software, hey, that visualizer software, that 3D rendering. Those are all things that still do cost money to operate, but ultimately can return a higher close ratio than an average job size, obviously more volume and tracking profitability. So some of those would be services that we include. The other major player would be vehicles, right? And this is the one that we see as a killer is, hey, I'm starting with a personal vehicle and you're coming out in your truck or whatever else. Maybe it's wrapped or maybe it just has, you know, whatever logo sticker or magnet you put on there. This is where, again, that groovy branding, which I encourage everybody to go see this. Like everybody in my personal life is like, show me your website. Like what is this? What is the groovy use of it? I encourage you to go look at it. When you see that vehicle, it's really a moving billboard. So I've got three vehicles, a sales car, a power washing rig, so a pickup truck and the rig itself, and then a painting van. Those are things that are going to add, again, if we get an investment range, it's going to add anywhere from $100,000 to $200,000 onto that. The other big one in there, and this is true for all horsepower brands, is what we, we talk about front loading. We put a ton of our upfront costs, because, and Stacey, you can correct me if I'm wrong in the industry, Lease and horsepower about 80% use an SBA loan or a loan of some kind. So instead of cash flowing certain things, operational costs, insurance, marketing, we put that in our item seven saying, hey, we're going to make sure that you have three to six months worth of costs overhead accounted for already in your loan rather than saying, hey, I'm trying to turn this around quickly and maybe not cash flow quickly enough. We're going to build that in. So all reasons that horsepower and groovy saying, hey, we're not afraid of a higher investment. Some is in better technology, better equipment, and then some is just better operation, which, again, when you're dealing with the best, we say, hey, we're not afraid of a big number because we know that's what it takes to build an empire. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's, you know, very prudent. And it's, you know, it's uh, part of my job, but also for the franchisee as they're looking at various brands uh, you're not going to be comparing apples to apples from a total investment level if you put another franchise painting franchise brand next to Groovy Hughes because, as you mentioned, Josh, um, your Groovy Hughes has incorporated uh, 12 months of digital marketing. You've incorporated a lot of those costs that are going to be incurred the first year into the total investment level, which only further sets the franchisee up for success in those initial six, 12 months or what have you. So, um, okay. On a last note, uh, I would, I would ask if somebody, you know, when individuals are looking for fran- at franchise investment for the very first time, and I would argue many people that do invest in some of these home improvement or home services type brands, many times are first time business owners or investors. What would you say, and I'm going to ask both of you, Josh and John, how do you help individuals overcome fear of being a first time business owner? So John, let's start with you. I think that expressing all is 
support that they have, that we have with our verticals, with Franchise Rocket recruits, the, the bookkeeping. I think once the candidate or the franchisee understands all the support they're going to get from us, that helps the comfort level tremendously uh, for anybody coming in new. Uh, coming to our discovery day and meeting the folks here and understanding it face-to-face even gives them more comfort. Uh, just hearkening back to a recent candidate that came in, they had some apprehension, as you mentioned. They just didn't know. Uh, once they came in, they experienced the uh, horsepower brand experience during a discovery day where you can actually see, feel, touch, and get the, get the groovy huge feeling. Um, I think they're better off. Uh, they're more informed. Everybody wants to be informed. And we don't want to kill them with, you know, a bunch of verbal vomit in front of them with nonsense. We want to make sure that we give them, you know, up-to-date information that helps them make the best decision possible. And with the multiple revenue streams we have and the vertical support, they can't go wrong. I mean, they're going to succeed. There's no doubt about it. All right, Josh, your turn. I double down on two senses. One is the support, and I'm I'm thinking back to my first experience with horsepower. Uh, and I remember I came in about a year ago, and we maybe had 40 Mighty Dog franchisees, and we had 80 people in the head office. And I was like, "What kind of franchisor has more support than franchisees? Like that's unheard of." And the same is true for Groovy, where you talk about something we started and launched six, seven weeks ago. We have obviously John, the brand president. Typically, you start a brand name with. Maybe be me and John, or maybe just me, or maybe just John, right? Well, it's not just us two, right? We have a director of marketing, a director of finance, a director of sales, a director of operations, and all the vertical support. We're set out for the business we're going to be, not the business we are today. So when you talk about that support, industry expert, it's not just a coach who says, yeah, I've run a painting business before. I've been a painter. I know this. It's, hey, I have the specific person I need as a large organization would with zero revenue right, as I open my door. So the second part of that then comes down to track record. Anytime you're looking at a franchise organization, you want to see, hey, have they been successful before? So part of our process is actually talking to other owners who started very early with our brand. So we call them the pioneers with Blingle, with Heroes, with Mighty Dog. How has Horsepower responded when your brand needs something? And when you talk about, you know, as quickly as we're growing, having zero closures, right, having... Uh, the first 18 months of my dog having over 85 owners, uh, now approaching 300 locations. You say, well, how does that continue to grow so fast? Well, here's the things that we did. Here's the thing that Horsepower responded with. And obviously, our with Josh and Zach's past track record of, hey, these guys know what they're doing. So while you may look and say, hey, Groovy is a new brand or an emerging brand, I think is a sexy term. The truth is that we're sophisticated as anybody else in the space because of what we've done in the past in our leadership. So I think those two things combined can help somebody say, you know what, I, I think this is the right fit for me at Groovy. No, great insight. And I am a, a huge fan of emerging brands. I mean, some people do look at it as a little bit, bit more of a risk, but you get selection of prime territory, you get in on the ground up and to your point, Josh, the track record of horsepower brands and the brands that it owns speaks for itself. And Groovy Hughes, even though it is an emerging brand, has all of that same support. 
So John and Josh, thank you so much for being with me today. I appreciate you giving us a little bit more insight into Groovy Hughes, and I so look forward to bringing some candidates your way here in the near term. So for anybody interested in learning more about Groovy Hughes, please feel free to reach out to me at Stacy at FusionFranchising.com. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you. You have a great week. You too. Thanks, Stacey. You too. Bye.